This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, June 16th, 2023, I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Ben Cower. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, losing hope of finding kids in plane crash and indigenous searchers turn to a ritual. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Nathaniel Hara will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. And the current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 76 degrees. And now on to our top story. The United States has deployed a nuclear-powered submarine capable of carrying about 150 Tomahawk missiles to South Korea. The USS Michigan's arrival today was the first of its kind in six years. It came a day after North Korea resumed missile tests in protest of the U.S.-South Korean live-fire drills. South Korean officials say the submarine's arrival is part of a recent bilateral agreement on enhancing, quote, regular visibility, unquote, of U.S. strategic assets to the Korean Peninsula in response to North Korea's advancing nuclear program. President Joe Biden and South Korean President Yoon Suk-yul agreed at their summit in April that the United States would enhance the visibility of its strategic assets to the region. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has appealed to a group of African leaders to ask his Russian counterpart, Vladimir Putin, to free political prisoners from Crimea and beyond, saying it would be an, quote, important step, unquote, in their trip to Russia. Seven African leaders, presidents of Comoros, Senegal, South Africa, and Zambia, as well as Egypt's prime minister and the top envoys of the Republic of Congo and Uganda, visited Ukraine today as part of a self-styled, quote, peace mission to both Ukraine and Russia to try and help end their nearly 16-month-old war. The African leaders were traveling to meet with Putin tomorrow in the Russian city of St. Petersburg. Indigenous men who were among search teams hoping to find four children aboard a plane that crashed in the Amazon jungle say one of their most sacred rituals played a role in rescue efforts. While in the jungle, some of the men drank yahe. It's a bitter tea made of plants. It's more widely known as ayahuasca and it is hallucinogenic. They believed visions from the drink could help lead them to the children. Manuel Ronque is father to the two younger children. He tried it first but told the group it didn't work. As he had no visions of the kids, later an elder drank the tea. He said he saw the children in his dreams. That day, rescuers found all four. Rhino credits the ritual with helping in the rescue. And coming up, Huntington Construction impacts local businesses on Hal Greer Boulevard. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Bessmeyer, no, Bazookas to the back of the net, and he ties the game for the herd. Call him Bazooka, because that was a rocket by Bazookas. She's going to lift this one high and deep, way back into left field. That was by the light pole. Look up and say goodbye. Allie Harrell with her 10th career home run. She has now tied the Marshall freshman record for most home runs to start a career. 25 now over to Williams from three and he knocks it down. Jansen Williams puts the herd on top. 70 to 69, 19 seconds left in the contest. 
the worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Ben Cower. Former West Virginia Supreme Court Justice Warren McGraw has died at age 84. McGraw spent five decades in public service. McGraw was elected as a Democrat to fill an unexpired six-year term on the Supreme Court in 1998. He lost his bid for a full 12-year term in the 2004 election. He later was elected to a circuit judge in Wyoming County before retiring in 2021, citing the physical impairments of Parkinson's disease. McGraw also served five terms in the legislature, including four years as Senate president. After losing the 1984 primary for governor, he later served on the Wyoming County School Board and as a county prosecutor. The Hal Greer Boulevard construction has rerouted the usual day-to-day traffic in the Huntington area. As Ben Anderson reports, local restaurants and their customers are being impacted by the construction. I really almost cried. That was the sound of local citizen Tyler Pinson about the closure of G.D. Ritzy's due to the Al Greer Boulevard construction. G.D. Ritzy's closed late last month due to the construction, which started on February 21st. Local Huntington restaurant chains, such as Frostop and Calamity J's, have been struggling with the construction. Frostop supervisor Kenneth Smith says that Frostop is starting to adapt to the construction. Honestly, it hasn't been too bad. At first it was a little rocky, but it's picked up over the last month. Smith also says that Frostop is not worried about having to shut down permanently due to construction. I don't think it's affected us too much. People love our hot dogs and our root beer, so they'll come, they'll make it here to get us. The local businesses across Huntington will have to, for the foreseeable future, find new ways to keep their businesses in operation while waiting for the end of the construction. For News Center 88, I'm Ben Anderson. The Hal Greer Road work completion date is still undetermined. And coming up next, Las Vegas police arrest a man they say threatened a mass shooting at the Stanley Cup game. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. I want my Broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Welcome back to News Center 88. Voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Ben Cower. A longtime producer for Tucker Carlson is out of a job after being deemed responsible for the on-screen message this week that referred to President Joe Biden as a, quote, wannabe dictator. The producer, Alex McCaskill, confirmed his exit in an Instagram post. 
Fox would not comment today. The message was posted on screen Tuesday under separate boxes that showed video of Biden and former President Donald Trump saying, quote, wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested, unquote. Carlson, in a Twitter video, didn't name McCaskill, but he said those who run Fox panicked at the message and scolded the producer, who offered to resign and was told to clean out his desk. Daniel Ellsberg, the government analyst and whistleblower who leaked the Pentagon Papers in 1971, has died at 92. Ellsberg had announced in February that he was terminally ill with pancreatic cancer. A letter released by his family says he died Friday morning. The leak of the 7,000-page Defense Department study revealed that officials had doubts about U.S. strategy in Vietnam, fueling the debate on U.S. involvement in Southeast Asia. President Richard Nixon became so angry about the leaked material that he approved illegal actions which helped him lead to his resignation in 1974. Ellsberg later was a prominent free speech and anti-Iraq war activist and a champion of such future whistleblowers as Edward Snowden. Las Vegas police released yesterday an arrest report identifying a man they say threatened to carry out a mass shooting two days earlier during Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final on the Strip. They say 33-year-old Matthew DeSavio was taken into custody Tuesday on a felony terrorism charge after three people called 911 to report threats he made in a series of rambling texts, phone calls, and Facebook posts. A lawyer who could comment on DeSavio's behalf wasn't listed yesterday in court records. Police describe him in their report as a man with a history of mental illness and arrests. But the report doesn't say if detectives found any weapons in the suspect's possession. Coming up next, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when New Center 88 returns right after this. At the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1 WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound? Smashing! How about a wide music variety? Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you better radio here on 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It is a partly cloudy 76 degrees out there today, with Mr. Sunshine covered by some clouds, making it the perfect day for some yard work or to get some of that indoor cleaning done. Tonight, it will dip down into the upper 50s, so if you're heading out tonight, you might want to grab a light jacket. Tomorrow's weather is warmer than today's, with highs in the lower 80s and lows around 55, making it a nice day to hit the pool or have a nice barbecue with the family, as it is Father's Day weekend. As we roll into the weekend and start the next week, we will stay around the mid to lower 80s, making it the perfect time to just spend by the pool or with your friends and family. Today in weather history, on this day in 1989, daytime thunderstorms produced severe weather from northern Florida to the middle Atlantic coast. The thunderstorms spawned eight tornadoes and there were 183 reports of large hail and damaging winds. 
Thunderstorm winds gusting to 87 miles per hour cost $20 million in damage at Columbia, South Carolina. Strong thunderstorm winds killed one person at McLeansville, North Carolina. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a partly cloudy 76 degrees. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Coming up, no ifs, ands, or buts. Protesters drop pants to protest climate change at Massachusetts State's House. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. It's important that healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, either wash their hands with soap and water or use an alcohol based hand sanitizer both before and after they touch you. Healthcare providers know to practice hand hygiene, but sometimes they forget. You and your loved ones can play a role by asking and reminding healthcare providers to wash their hands, especially while they're caring for you. They don't mind being asked to wash their hands, they want to prevent infections as much as you do. A message from the CDC. No score here at Camp Randall Stadium. Happy to have you along this Saturday afternoon. Back inside Reed Green Coliseum in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bobby Edding Sportsside bringing you all tonight's action. Marshall Trail Southern Miss. On the sky deck from Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in Greenville, North Carolina. ECU leads the Thundering Herd. To the home center, Boone, North Carolina. Andrew Anspacker on board. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. WMUL-FM, Huntington. And finally, today on News Center 88, climate change protesters drop their pants at the Massachusetts State House during a debate on a proposed tax relief package yesterday to bring attention to what they say is the need for swifter action against the use of fossil fuels. At about 1 p.m., protesters stood, turned their backs to the Senate chamber, and lowered their pants to reveal letters that spelled out, Stop Passing Gas, on their bare backsides. The protesters were wearing pink thongs. The session was put into recess while the protesters were arrested and escorted out of the chamber. The senators returned and continued their debate. And that does it for the summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in Monday at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu WMUL. For Ben Cower, Samantha Riddle, David Adkins, Benjamin Anderson, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is, life is like an onion. You peel it off one layer at a time, and sometimes you weep. Carl Sandburg.